He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> yeah, what are we drinking? Is yours Halloween themed? Uh, no, it's a quarantini, and that's anything from your fridge or freezer that vaguely resembles a cocktail. All right, oh, cheers, to, cheers that. to that. We're about quantity, not quality, so it's all good. Yeah, actually, it's good tequila and some frozen fruit. That's right. Ooh, tequila, that's what I'm talking about. I thought it was vodka. I no. love a good tequila. Both yeah. tequila and vodka are great at a Halloween party, if I do say so myself. I can say that tequila's gotten me into a lot of trouble at Halloween parties. I'm sure. I believe that. <laughs> but it's okay, because you're wearing disguise. You can be as slutty as you want. <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah, you always say that it's gay Halloween, or gay Christmas. Gay I don't Christmas. really it know is. what that means, but... I'll well, take it. Think whatever. about it. It is. It's like costumes, makeup, it's everything. Because, you know, Jesus owns the real Christmas, and yeah. historically, <laughs> we're not friends with him. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's sort of like the, the, the opposite. But I always I say Jesus too. they're both equally fake. One just Ooh. knows it's fake, and the other one pretends that it, Jesus existed. <laughs> Thank God we're not a Christian <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next year, Jesse and Jenna, televangelists. <laughs> Can you imagine? I wish. We'd get everyone to send us our money. And we're probably less corrupt than a lot of them. Right. But anyway, the reason we're talking about Halloween so much is because our guest today is Pat O'Neill. I'll tell you about Pat. He's a set designer from Ottawa who now lives in Calgary. Yeehaw! Pat I was born there. Were you? I sure was. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Pat has had a lifelong career in the theater, but for the last four years, Pat's been using his talents to design haunted attractions as a full-time professional haunter. Halloween haunted houses are a multi-billion dollar industry, and Pat eats, sleeps, and breathes it every day of his life all year round. I feel like this is the industry I really should have been in. Maybe one day. Please, join. Come. All right. Well... How much do you pay? Okay, we'll talk after. <laughs> His immersive work can be seen in two cities in Canada, and he is set to scare the pants off of us this Halloween season. I'm ready, Pat. He is joining us today to talk about Halloween and how haunted attractions will be different this year amid the pandemic. Welcome, Pat! Hi, guys. It's a pleasure. Thank you. I have you. to ask, do you have a count of uh, how many people you've made pee their pants? <laughs> Because the reason um, I ask this is because I used to I used to live in Niagara Falls for a very brief moment in time. Don't judge me. Yeah. Um, I love Clifton Hill. I was three, yeah, for three months. Anyways, they have like a Saunders Field type of attraction yeah. there, but they yeah. had a board, and on it, it was how many people peed their pants. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, where I'm currently working right now loves to talk about all of the pee pants stories. Um, usually in my experience, when like the show's going on, when the doors are open, I'm either in character doing something else or I'm in my blacks running around trying to plug in a fogger. So I'm not actually keeping track of whose pants are peed. Um, so, you, so what you're saying is you make people pee their pants, but you don't get to enjoy it. But I don't get to enjoy the pants peeing. Yeah. Man, why yeah. you even do it then? You gotta, <laughs> you gotta download Grinder. There you get to enjoy whatever you want. <laughs> Not gonna. Into creepy things. Okay. <laughs> So we met at Saunders a couple years ago uh, when I was working yeah. with them. And Hate you were, that place. <laughs> yeah, because it makes you pee? <laughs> I haven't peed my pants yet. But I do tell myself not to drink uh, any fluids four hours prior to entry. Yeah. And so 
you know, obviously a background in theater really helps lend itself to all of this Halloween stuff. I know you plan the, the attractions, you act in them. Um, the thing that gets me about COVID is everybody wears masks anyway. So is there yeah. really much that's changing? Um, yeah, so masks are being worn underneath the like fancy masks. So the standard masks that we're used to wear is going to be on. And in the past, we would have like a, exactly. a day shift and a night shift. Yeah, exactly. Jenna's so <laughs> because that thought of wearing two masks, it's hard enough to breathe in the medical masks. And I hope yeah. all the mask readers out here are listening to this right now. Because if y'all can wear two masks, yeah, they can right. wear one. Because costuming masks, like they still just have like a hole in the mouth, even if it's a tiny one, it's not actually a barrier. So they- But you can't breathe in those things anyway. No, <laughs> no you can't. Getting out of that little slit. <laughs> you can't, we'll see who survives, yeah. So many, there was just <laughs> too many sexual innuendo, innuendos in that little short period of time. <laughs> Nothing getting in that slit. <laughs> Okay, Anyways. but the reason I asked that, Pat, is because there are a couple attractions around the Ottawa area that have decided they're not going ahead this year. I know Saunders still is, thank goodness, but there's another one, Screamers, uh, that's decided yeah. they're not doing anything. So what's the difference if some are going ahead and some aren't? Um, I guess, I mean, I can't speak to everything. I've never actually even been to Screamers, um, but I imagine it's what is your facility and how can it be retrofitted to live in this post-pandemic world. Um, if you're blessed to have the space and the environment that you can make some changes and keep both your guests and your actors safe, then awesome. They're gonna try to go through, it's gonna feel different. People aren't going to be as closely interacting with you as they can, but that just means it's our job as the coaches to really train the actors to scare in the space they're allowed, uh, opposed to just getting like right up on you. Um, and then, yeah, so maybe other places don't have as much space for capacity like that. Um, but just even in the haunts specifically, like come the spring, we had to just take a bunch of stuff down. We call them stiff stuff in people's faces. Those are all just the burlap and the clothes that you just wind through that first out. So those are the first things off. And then we're left with almost a blank slate to realize like, okay, what do we now need to fill? that's missing um, to keep an impact and to keep a scare and to not give everything away, right? A lot of those things are used to kind of decoy what is being hid around the corner or something. Are, yeah. are you, is the industry at all scared uh, that because they can't do what they've always done and because a lot of kids aren't going to be trick-or-treating this year and Halloween's kind of, are you guys scared that that's going to affect your industry? Um, or do you I think mean, pivot? Every industry has been affected, right? There's no difference. We're also an oddball industry that, I mean, most people don't even think exists. Um, but what our blessing is we're creative types, right? Like, and we just need to think creatively. It's all about thinking outside of the box and moving forward. And um, I like to say that like Halloween, there is no wrong. Um, there's usually about 12 Halloween tropes that you just repeat forever or change differently. Um, but, you know, when I worked in theater, when I worked at the National Arts Center, you could definitely screw up a set. <laughs> and then you have to work really hard to make it not screwed up. But in my world now, it's just, oh, toss more blood, put a skeleton, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Toss more blood. <laughs> 
Has anyone ever punched you when you jump out of them? Um, no, I haven't been punched in the face, but there have definitely been people um, who have. Um, now we try to teach our actors um, self-defense, how to scare and then get in. Like our uh, actors should always be super aware of their own body. They should be 100% in control and to be aware that it's natural for humans to have the fight or flight and that like you're scaring them two reactions are going to have one of two reactions are going to happen and how are you going to be prepared for the unpredictable yeah i feel like there's a third reaction which jenna has which is right. curl into a ball oh and close right. my eyes yeah <laughs> and then the fourth is just pee your pants yeah right right, right. Yeah. no but like all the times i've been to through saunders farm how many now like three four at least yeah at least i have never mm -hmm. actually seen any of the houses or whatnot because my eyes are closed the entire time but that's enough for me to still make me scream and there's a video of it we'll post it on our facebook page i might have watched here. it um yeah so i know a lot of my job gets unseen um a lot of what i do and paid right disappears um i like to say that like you don't necessarily notice that i've done something but you notice if i haven't um, especially with like painting an environment, um, a lot of what we do is let's say you have a big office, like a big grand laboratory and office. Like I would a first make studio it studio like this. Yeah, exactly. Like I first make it look normal, and then I start adding mold and weathering, and like you do a really nice paint job, and then you do a weird paint job over top of it. But you kind of have to go at it twice. And so it's um, like you. Uh, renovate it to unrenovate it again <laughs> yeah exactly and sometimes you get a really cool set that you're really proud of and then you have to just ruin it but then when it's done too you're you're also proud of that but sometimes there, it's hard has yeah. there ever been a real haunting on set like regardless of where you are have you ever experienced something actually supernatural where you had to like turn to your buddies and be like hey like did you guys do that um yeah, so Saunders Farm's a little spooky. I don't think there is history of a ghost there, but I had definitely been, you know, setting up lights at 10.30 at night in the middle of the hayride, and I'm the last person on the farm, and I'm only there that late just so I can, like, focus lights at night. And you give yourself the heebie-jeebies. Even if you spent all summer putting everything there, <laughs> you can definitely scare yourself I always think uh, when your flashlight actor, dies. But, to be yeah. an actor, sorry to interrupt you, but to be an actor waiting for the next hayride to come through, I, my, my whole life I'm like, I could not be paid enough to stay in these woods waiting for the next hayride. <laughs> you it's know so what? Scary. You would scare the crap out of the hayride because you'd come unannounced, running out of the bushes, screaming. Did you see that? <laughs> so yeah I, I yeah, I definitely could see that. Yeah, they all have their little snack packs though, and their little like mitt warmers. They're really cute when like a wagon isn't going around and you just check on them, like how you doing? Right. They're all spirits. It's good. It's all right. My blood dripping down my face is great. <laughs> We're good to go. Next one. Um, out of all these like little Halloweeny creatures though. You know, yeah. we've, I've known there's been clowns, like all, what do you think is the one that really creeps out the majority? Can I guess? Clowns. You yeah. can guess. I was gonna say clowns. Yeah, I think that's it. People want a clown. 
<laughs> like if it's not represented, you'll never hear someone say like, oh, I didn't see any zombies. I guess that's too easy because they're always are but like people notice if there isn't a clown in your haunt for sure yeah but when there is one they run away from it yeah yeah that's do true. you think people would be as scared of clowns if it wasn't for it i do because i know um yeah go ahead jesse thought, no no you're the guest sorry i'm getting caught up in the conversation like, jesse, she asked it's all good the um it's oh i'm trying to remember the uncanny valley have you ever heard of that no. so okay it describes a human emotion so we can look at something and know it's fake like when we look at a robot animatronic from home depot we act we already know it's fake so we don't really care or if things are like hyper realistic um our brain tells us that something's too perfect there, but there's this uncanny valley that makes us uncomfortable of an animatronic that feels real, but like is a little tweaky and like our brain isn't registering and clowns live in that spectrum because you know they're humanoid, know? but their expressions are all wrong. You know what doesn't fall in that realm, which I'm shocked of because I never heard of that little theory or whatever, is sex dolls. So sex robots. They look real, but people... I would say they them. do live in that. <laughs> and people just have a fetish for the weird. But right. I don't know. Well, I, actually, you know oh. what? Now, side note, you talk about sex. There's a phenomenon that happens when you're really horny. I don't remember the name for it. But, <laughs> he I mean, always of course has there a, is. Horny, a horny tie. Like, your disgust filter goes down, which is why yeah. during sex, you put up yeah. with a lot of really gross smells and things that and if you weren't in the mood, you would think it's pretty gross. But right. so I think the sex dolls turns off the uncanny valley because you're mm. horny. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. That's true. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Now we're There's... talking about sex. See, we derailed him. We always do. <laughs> we well, I was actually going to ask, and before we even move on from sex, you just said like some people have a fetish for the weird. Have uh -oh. you had anything like weird, like someone approached you when you were in character of some <gasps> sort and been like, hey, like the pig head guys. I'm like, hey, babe. Like he hit on me. Remember there's yes. that video of um, like, Yeah, Water, what's it called? I've been like, hey, Purvis. you take me behind the shed and pork me. That sounds right. That sounds like shambles. Um, yeah, shambles, 100%. Have I? No, I mean, I'm 6'4", and the character that I'm usually strolling is usually, like, a big dork. Like, I like the spooks and sparkles of Halloween more <laughs> than the, like, blah, blah, blah. Me too, me too. Yeah, um, but there's, there's a world for both. Um, but, no... I go to the world's largest trade show. It's in the States. It's in St. Louis. It's a trans world haunted attraction trade show every year. Um, it was canceled this year. Um, but there are people who, the, the industry in the States is very different. There are haunts that will do full nudity. And like they are 18 plus because there would just be like a naked man chain, chained up and like yeah. that's uncomfortable. But the props that they sell for that market <laughs> make me more uncomfortable than even like going what's in. What's the most, what's the one that sticks out in your mind? Because um, there are, like, like making people uncomfortable. So there will be an aisle in this trade show, a whole run of all props that are like anatomically correct. And they keep them, for the three days, they keep them covered, except for on the Sunday when they're packing, maybe the underwear is off. But throughout the week, throughout the trade show, there are like 
dusty old men going and just like sneaking to make sure the goods are what they want. And what kind of offends me is that some of those aren't even robot props. It's just like, this is just a dead raped girl. And like, that's not fun. It yeah. just, like, but, but US, that's basically what you're saying is the US has no fucking chill. There's no filter. There's no chill. No it's rules, just no like regulations. Like at least I thought like kids and rape victims would be off limits. It's just the scale of market. Yeah, I know. It, it totally is for every world I've ever been a part of, but like right? they sell. Ew, so boo America. You, know, you think of the difference yeah. in what's culturally appropriate. And I remember when I was a kid, I, I obviously did my house up as Halloween every year. I was going to say, wait, when you were a kid, you were culturally inappropriate? Well, I've always been culturally <laughs> inappropriate, but I was, uh, one year I hung Cabbage Patch dolls on my porch with like, like they were being hung. And my mom made me take them down. She's like, that's distasteful. And we got in a big fight. Cause I was like, come on, they're, they're dolls. But I think that's the difference in the way we're raised versus maybe they do in yeah. Alabama where you live. I don't right. know. But how do you play that thin line of what's appropriate and what's not when it comes to Halloween? And the goal is to scare the living bejesus out of someone. Right. I, our goal is to scare the living bejesus out of you. Um, but I think people go for a suspension of disbelief um, to be, to forget, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now. And to like use the example of like, where is the line? Um, I know there are some haunts in the States that are doing like a COVID theme haunt. I wouldn't touch that this year. No, that's um, like when because, comedians get on stage and make COVID jokes. No, that's the opposite. Right. Like, try a little harder. Right. Try a little harder. I only and have one. I, I only have one. What our job is, is to make the make-believe believable. Right. And um, if you're doing something that's super real, like that's not really fake anymore. And yeah, try a little harder. I could see maybe eight years down the line doing a 2020 haunt if everything's cleaned up and the world feels normal again, like maybe do a throwback. It could be funny if the first room in the haunt was just a big projector with like zoom chats happening and someone spitting up blood and getting affected. We could have like a, a toilet paper mirror. scene. Like that show black mirror sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. I could well, see that yeah, happening, but, but this year now. The supernatural element, the suspension of disbelief. So murder and rape are a little too real. But if it's a witch raping you, okay, we can get into that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it's not going to happen, you know, unless you're really grumpy. <laughs> no, right. No, but like, obviously <laughs> murder and it all like still exists. So I have to kind of, I have to remove myself when I'm sitting there with a bucket of blood and I'm literally just throwing it on the wall. Like I need to not look at what I'm doing because I would start to be an insane person. And if anyone like took a snapshot of my life, I would look like a serial killer. Um, and yeah, I'm your not. theater training comes into yeah. play there, right? I actually know. have yeah. an idea for a house. Okay. The, Give house, her. Of, the house of Karens. Ew. I love so it. When you walk in, they yell at you nonstop and they belittle right. you in ways of like your appearance, right. uh, whatever. And they get close to you, but not, like just on the verge of six feet apart. On the edge, yeah. Just I on like the it. edge. They I have like masks it. and all that they're selling online. Line. It's apparently going to be the most popular Halloween costume this year. Is Karen? I could see it. Yeah. 
You know, while we're talking about COVID and all this 2020 stuff, um, the reason I asked you about if you've ever been punched is because there was a haunt in Ottawa when I was a kid and I had a broken wrist, so I had a cast on. But they actually like would grab you and stuff, which is blows your mind in COVID world, you know. That was a long time ago. (laughs) But I know in the States it's popular. There's that that show um, that they talk about outrageous haunts and stuff. I'm sure you've seen it, but it's like, unbelievable what happens in the states but yeah. i couldn't believe they actually probably thinking of mckinley manor is kind of the one that gets the press and that guy's kind of ostracized in the community oh, of see? So it's is it, hold on is that the one where you have to sign the wa- waiver that's like yeah which is worth nothing and all that crazy yeah it's the one where the guy waterboards you and oh, like right. yeah, actually see, tortures he's just, people he's just a fucking psycho yeah. who's right. encouraging people right. to fulfill his sick exactly fans. I cycle back to we what we do is pretend and what he's doing right. is not pretend. Well, yeah. now you make my story sound pretty tame because what happened to me at this one in Ottawa was there was an old lady and I thought she was a fake doll and the guide was like, sit down on her lap. And I was like 10 with my cast on and I did. But then she did one of these and like grabbed me from the waist so I couldn't get yeah. up. And I turned around and bapped her on the head <laughs> as hard as I could with my cast. But it was that fight or flight reflex. And then the poor old lady's like on the ground holding her head. And I was like, oh my God. And we left immediately. <laughs> so that's why my did you ever get punched question come from. Yeah. Because I imagine that happens a lot, particularly in those ones that touch you. Just like Santa gets kicked in the nuts sometimes. Yes. So it does happen a lot. And I will say the haunt that I'm currently working with um, is full contact. And I had to get my head around that. I have yet to have seen it. (laughs) I've only kind of designed it. I haven't gone through the run of it. Um, But we've been, we've changed how the actors did it in the past. This year, like in the past, it was just like, so it's on a moving train. We haven't talked about that. What it's it's one of Canada's only moving haunted attractions. So you start on a train and you go through it while it's driving on the tracks. It's insane. Um, but they used to just be able to like grab you, move you around. We're not doing that this year. Um, spoilers. People are only going to touch you on like the shoulder or maybe the small of the back. And then they're going to like, they're already be behind you. They'll just give you the shock of the contact and then they'll like back away entirely. But there's no grabbing hands. There's no like grabbing. Um, yeah. But going back to the people who like you when you with your cast, um, it happens a lot. And so much that so we have to tell our actors that it might happen. And you know, when someone hits an actor and is instantly like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I cannot believe I just did that. And then you know when the guy's just like, huh, uh, and you know that like they intentionally walked in and they're like, I'm gonna punch someone, and then they do. And like, that's completely unacceptable. But if people are like genuinely shocked at themselves, you have to work with them and get the whole story, but you forgive the natural aspect of it. So you're around this all the time. Yeah, full-time, year-round. Right. Is there something that genuinely scares the shit out of you that you will not touch, won't go near, you know? You just stay away from. Like, I don't do clowns, you know? Uh, I mean, like, I can spook just like anyone else. It's hard for me to go through a haunted house now because I'm just, like, peering behind corners and I'm looking at motion sensors and I'm, like, predicting what happens, so I'm really no fun to go with. Um, uh, But, like... Uh, I don't want to say it because it's so weird. I have calzophobia. What's that? First of all, do you know how to spell that? 
<laughs> no. Okay. Um, say one more time. like calloused feet. Can you guess? I was thinking guess that too. I was or thinking calcium? calloused feet. You don't like, like ice cream? Um, you guys are like close into reading it. It's chalk. I don't do chalk. I can't oh. be in the same room as a chalkboard. If it happens on TV, I look away. Uh, I do not touch the stuff. I have spent my whole life avoid it, avoiding chalk. Really? Because so I've always it. wanted to chew on chalk to know what it feels like. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw that my weird addiction yes, show and the girl ate chalk. That's what curious about it. Disgusting. Now what, did you have a bad experience at school one year or something? What happened? No, that's what everyone jumps to. I've never liked it in school and I didn't really, I spent a long time trying to not put a word to it and just avoid. Um, but I've since did some Googling. It's surreal fear. I never liked to say I'm scared of chalk because that's just stupid. Like that's, that's not. <laughs> yeah. um, you don't get murdered and they have to outline your body. Ha <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my ick. That's my I can't even. I don't even like talking about it. So Halloween's <laughs> going to be a bit different this year. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of people. Even if they go out, it's going to be sticking close to home. At least I hope yeah. so. I got in yeah. a huge argument on Facebook with a stranger because that's who you end up arguing do. with. Because he right. was all bitching like my kids aren't going to get a Halloween. This and that. This and that. And I was like, and this was weeks ago in September. I was like, there's lots of time. How about you get together with like three other parents? Okay, it's because I already bought the dog's <laughs> costumes, okay? And I want to use them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that if parents and, you know, young people that live in neighborhoods with lots of kids, if they just put like a little bit of effort into decor, they can still make yeah. Halloween special and can still make sure that next year we're celebrating even harder. So what yeah. at-home decor, what are some very simple things that you think people can do just to like help spookify their home on the outside? Um, yeah, I've actually seen, you've probably seen them yourself. There's these tubes that you can like put on the banister going up to your house, or you can just make it freestanding that they are six feet away. So the trick or treater can just go and put their little bag underneath just a PVC pipe. And then the guy on the other end just drops down his stickers bar. I and used to work at a movie away. theater and they had one of those systems in the movie theater. Cause yeah. if you had to shoot something up like cash or something, it would shoot up this tube and then they yeah. drop stuff down. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. And I mean, as we've talked about, just incorporate the mask into your costuming. I mean, we've all had to put on a snowsuit before and change the look of our outfit and it's fine. Um, the kids don't care. They just want to dress up and be supported and go out and see their neighborhood. You don't have to hug your neighbors to get candy and like, um, if you don't want to just put out a bowl that says take one because you don't trust your neighbor kids, then just stand there and smile and wave. No one's going to steal your bowl Get if your you're outside. Out. Yeah, just, just huck it at them. Just ream them with it. Yeah, get yeah. one of those t-shirt cannons that they have. Yeah. And just exactly. Point it right at them. Yeah, just knock yeah. out the neighborhood kids yeah. with your t-shirt. But like, I always look for, like, <laughs> I love decorating for Halloween. Like, I'm kind of yeah. past the point of going, like, dressing up anymore, but I do love decorating for Halloween. And, like, there's, I always am wondering, are there, like, easy, inexpensive ways to, like, create cool things? Like, me and my mom make a spider out of garbage bags and leaves. Right now we have so many leaves on the ground. 
You just make the body Absolutely. and make the legs. So creative. Absolutely. Oh my God. I don't think anybody thought of that. I don't, see, I don't that. see anybody doing it. No, I do, I do. I feel like people miss the fun in crafts. You don't see the just like cardboard cutout on the lawn as a cemetery. Like that's absolutely what I was doing. My mom worked at a flower shop. So we would take the big long rose boxes and turn them into coffins and stuff. Um, I miss that. But like, there is so much content out there for like ideas. And yeah, if, if you walk through a haunted house and you turn the like sh house lights on, everything is spray foam and zip ties. Like everything is just garbage that I've reworked to look like spooky garbage. Um, but, so far, yeah. if you have a kid that's afraid of going to a haunt, uh, play this episode for them because so far the actors we hear eat snacks, everything's fake. <laughs> Nothing's really scary. Yeah. But I would, the magic of theater, isn't it? We've talked about Saunders a lot. Like, I remember when I went as the first time as a child, because they've been around basically as long as I've been alive, which is crazy. Um, but I cried, and I left the Barn of Terror at, a, at one of the, like, little cheat doors right away. And I know exactly what door it is. And if I ever had time while we were open. I know that this is few and far between. But if I ever saw a kid who wanted to make it through and just did it, I would try to make it possible to run inside, tell the actors, hey, I'm gonna turn the lights on. I'm gonna walk with this kid through. Don't scare us. And then I would always get to that door that I know I didn't make it past. And I would tell them like, we can leave here um, or we can continue. And then if they would continue, I would say, well, you're braver than me because the first time I went through here, I had to use that door. Or they would use that door and I would tell them the same thing. You know what? It's fine. I had to use this too. Um, My grandpa used to bribe me. And I love that you use the word spook because that's what he calls it, the spook house. He doesn't yeah. say ghosts. Everything spook this, spook that. And he'd pay me $5 every year. And eventually I just learned that if I acted scared, I'd get five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. $5 went further back then. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm still stuck that you're afraid of chalk. I love that because nothing is what it I seems it. when it comes to Halloween. Here you put together these terrifying attractions and the guy's afraid of chalk. And that's why you don't have a pee board. <laughs> because you can't, uh, you don't like to use chalk. <laughs> so you don't like to mark it. Hey, no. Pat, those uh, images behind you look like they could be art made from chalk. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Burns my house down. Uh, yeah, it's on my step. Uh, do you um, have a Halloween costume this year beyond what you're being uh, at work? Uh, it's, yeah, nah. No, because you're going to be at work. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's it. I get so over costuming. Um, but when I, like, before I was haunting, I would still be making me and my wife couples costumes um sitting on the floor needle and thread and then when we would finally like go out to the sh the party or whatever i thought you were say, gonna oh. say strip club there <laughs> like you said, when we go out to the strip club yeah and my costume no people would just go to her and be like oh you did such a great job and i'd be like no all me <laughs> all of it it's she wouldn't get to gender choose. roles can be whatever we want them to be hey I hey cheers to that do you have any halloween traditions I mean, I know you work a lot, but do you have any tr Halloween traditions? Um, I usually try to find time to throw a party. Um, I uh, Sometimes I've put some of my work into day the dead um, exhibits or shows that happen on the 2nd of November, so they happen after Halloween, so I have a bit of free time. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I like to party. I like Halloween, always loved it. I do like to say that Halloween found me though. I, I think that's only fair because I did start my career um, in theater. I worked at the National Arts Center as a scenic painter and a props builder. Um, I've designed some escape rooms. I've worked production at the BAMP Center and stuff. Um, and then I just kind of applied to a job and I found it and I haven't looked back. Um, I love it. Yeah. You're very good at it too. Well, thank okay, you. Two quick questions uh, before we let you go. I have one to finish okay. off too. Great, you'll be the finisher. Okay. Um, mine are just dumb, but I'm curious. What <laughs> is your favorite Halloween character, like traditional, like vampire, ghost, witch, zombie, werewolf? What's your favorite and why? Um, oh man, a lot of things are like coming to mind. Um, I like a crypt keeper. Ooh. I like a cemetery and like a cast shadow and just like the man of the house or something like that creepy think haunted mansion basically. That's cool. What's yeah. yours, Jenna? My favorite character. Halloween character. I'll go first. I'm, no, vampires. Really? I love vampires. Oh, They're sexy. Yeah. That's just because you've been watching uh, True Blood I did, again. No, and I watched two Twilight movies yesterday. But there's a lot that you can, like, I do actually like how diverse a, a, a vampire can be. There's a whole spectrum of what right. a, I a, would be the true blood is. type of vampire, where you're yeah. sexy, but you're also, like, deadly. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mine's a witch. Yeah, but no. It's always been a witch. And it's so funny because I was one time researching, like, why am I obsessed with witches? And apparently a lot of gay men are because it's like an Reminds oppressed you of woman. Your mother? Well, not my mother. <laughs> and uh, it's like witches were oppressed like women. And so like gay men identify with this idea of like society doesn't like you, but you're secretly magical and powerful. And I was like, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, I yeah, I know that. <laughs> Gay men don't always get along with lesbians, but I know that <laughs> witches, there were a lot of That's lesbians just within Jesse's that culture. psychologist told me. Yeah, right. <laughs> my psychologist's name is Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> and Chardonnay. Okay, my second little Halloween question is favorite candy. Ooh. We would, in auditions, we would always ask people at the very end, like, what Halloween candy are you and why? Okay, let's um, do now, you, let, answer your own question then. Okay, um, yeah, see, I would always give an example. Like, I'm a Snickers bar because you can see what it is and like you think you have it figured out, but when you get inside, there's a bunch of different layers. I'm a little nutty, um, but I'm saucy, and I'm light, and I'm fun, and I'm, I'm something for everyone. Oh, have you picked that's it? nice. Um, I'm a sucker because I like to be sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Halloween taffy because not everybody likes me, but I'm a classic. Oh my God. That's no one, where do you even find those? Like, aren't they just like recirculated since the Every 70s? Year. Yeah. They're like yeah. the, they're like the uh, not the fruitcake. Or yeah, the fruitcake of Christmas. Uh, yeah. Of you Halloween. know, fruitcakes yeah. that get, yeah. Uh, do you actually like those though? I love the taffies. Oh my, God. my brother and I would save those at the end of our bag and then we would just fight, like throw them <laughs> at each other until we dented the drywall once and we had to not do that anymore. I, we would just give them to my grandma. She couldn't get enough of them, still can't, but uh, I now I'm gonna give them. them to you. I am an old lady at heart when it comes to uh, like little candies. I always have like hard candies or scotch mints in my purse. <laughs> Those yeah. taffies. I love, like, what are the sea, the saltwater taffies, too? Oh, yeah. So good. She also goes to bed at 8 p.m. I know. Yeah. I know. I did last night. I was up <laughs> at 3.30 in the morning. Um, okay. So, final question. And okay. I can't believe you didn't ask this. What? 
what is your top three Halloween movies? <gasps> oh, ooh, that's, that's a good one. That's hard. Okay, yeah, that's... Wait, do you mean, Jenna, do you mean scary or, like, fun? Scary, the ones you, three movies you watch at Halloween, there's always... Yeah, the ones that fit in the box of what... So I'm not really a huge horror movie guy. I did like Saw. Jesse mentioned he liked Saw. The first one, only the first one. The rest are too gross. Um, But if, like, if we're only going top three Halloween movies, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Um, Now I'm gonna, like... Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah it had to. Um, because of your theater and all that. I just needed to figure out where it lied. So I have Jack, I have Hocus Pocus, and then Beetlejuice. Like, that oh, has yeah. to round it off for me. Yeah. Because that Showtime. was super debatable with is it really Halloween? Is it not? Yeah. But uh, I would always love to dress as a slutty. Uh, Lydia? Yeah. No, Beetlejuice. Slutty Beetlejuice. Yeah. I did Beetlejuice last year. Casper came in, like, Casper just got kicked out. Is that the one with Devin Sawa? Sure. Can I get you? (laughs) I love that you picked, like, fun ones, because I'm on the same page with that. What did you say earlier? Spooks and glitter, whatever? Spooks and sparkle, man. Sparkle about Halloween. It doesn't have to be all about blood and guts. What's your top three? Absolutely. I'll let you give you a second to think, because I know you have to think. Mine's Hocus Pocus. As third? As first. Yeah. Number two is Scream. For sure. Okay. Oh, it's I good. I really like Scream. It's a great end. Um, I know I what you did last summer. You can tell how old I am. Is that a Halloween movie? Well, it's scary. Dude, would you want to be stuck? It's good. I put it in the box. I put it in the box. Right. All right. Ryan Felipe is really hot in that movie. Yes, he is. Even though he's an asshole. So is Nev Campbell uh, okay. in the rain. What are you waiting for? Uh, uh. <laughs> um, my number okay. one is Hocus Pocus. I had to leave. Everybody knows that. Right. But I have yeah. a lot. The Witches. Does that yeah. count? But do you watch it on Halloween? No. Yeah. Okay, no. Adam's Family Values. Uh, that's right up there with Hocus Pocus for me. The one with Debbie Jelinski. The, you know, you're maybe too young, Pat. I don't know. We went to high school together. <laughs> Uh, I do like me some Wednesday Addams. So. Um, I also love Halloween Town, which is so embarrassing because oh, it's a kids movie, but it's cute. That is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they make like a dozen of those? Yeah, there's a lot, but the, again, like Saw, the first one's really okay. a good one. Fair yeah. enough. So Pat, how can people find you online if they want to follow along with everything that you're up to? Uh, honestly, I'm a total enigma. I have an Instagram that you're welcome to look at. I barely post on it. I usually just like dump a bunch of photos and they're only work related. So there's a lot of Halloween there. It's patrick.art.production. It's a mouthful, but it makes sense. And then I have Facebook, but don't come looking for me, please. (laughs) (laughs) You really sold that. (laughs) Pat O'Neill, professional haunter. Happy Halloween to you. Uh, you hope to see you soon. Absolutely. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.